still look pretty the podcast hey everyone welcome back to the sit still look pretty podcast we're your hosts vanessa and summer and like i always say we are so happy to have you guys here with us this is the third episode of the commercial awareness series and we really hope you're enjoying it so far so this episode we're going to do on influencer culture we're going to go through a bit of influencer marketing influencers as role models kind of a bit of a comparison between them and celebrities because there's a lot about people saying influencers aren't actual celebrities and yeah i just want to put a little disclaimer out there that we're going to be as opinionated as possible in regards to our own perspectives we're not trying to impose our own opinions on any of you guys yeah I think we're going to try and give unbiased opinions but at the same time let you guys in on our thoughts and opinions regarding this sort of whole industry I guess you could call it yeah 100% and also you know like I always say our our social medias are open so once you've listened to this episode message us email us let us know what you guys thought and whether you agree or disagree with us because we love to we love to get feedback from you guys absolutely i think as a preface i should probably say that influences are great some of them are great some of them are not so great but i think the the timing of this episode is really adequate considering the sort of immense growth spurt that this industry has seen over the last year and a half i would say especially now with covid everybody's been at home everybody's been on their phones tiktok etc if if anything it has created even more influences even more celebrities in inverted comas and uh yeah without further ado let's get into it yeah so first we're gonna start with kind of influencer marketing i just want to point out i I kind of feel like the incentive behind wanting to do this episode very much came from the immense amount of time i spend on tiktok because there is just so much on tiktok and the constant ads that i get on tiktok nowadays from people who i didn't even know were like famous tiktokers if you like and i think that's really reinforces the whole attitude and the kind of negative attitude behind influencers not to say that i agree with it specifically i just kind of feel like anyone can kind of be an influencer now but then at the same time it begs the question what are they celebrities because they're getting paid for their services on social media so does that make them a celebrity because their main platform is social media whereas other celebrities go on tv like i feel like this is going to be like kind of a nuanced argument that we're going to kind of run through i think it's just their workplace at the end of the day the fame i think is just ancillary when you when you look down at the influencer business model and when you compare the traditional business model in terms of how everybody sort of earns their money these days people go to work they trade their time eight nine hours a day they get whatever money they get for it and that's that but influencers if you think about it they do the exact same thing they trade their time yes they might not have to show up to a specific workplace and have to put on a uniform or whatever but they still do the same thing. They trade their time. They spend time curating content, taking pictures, getting outfits ready or whatever, depending on, you know, the, the industry that the specific influencer is in. And the fame that they get is just sort of like a bonus. It's mm-hmm. just ancillary. They don't do it for the fame. They do it because they get paid for the promo. But then on the flip side of that, if you think about it, they do need the fame in the first place to be able to get the money. So it's definitely very weird balance to strike and a very weird argument to even have in the first place. But 
it's um yeah it's it's definitely a very weird industry yeah i think linking to that we should just go right into like the influencer marketing because you've already kind of mentioned it with like the photos that they take and the different outfits and things like that a lot of the influencers that i know and that i even follow on social media are those like fashion kind of influencers get my inspo from them and pinterest um but i got this kind of article from from the insider that said that companies in the US specifically are going to spend 15 billion US dollars in 2022 in the influencer marketing industry. Do you know what? That's so surreal to me because there are some influencers out there that are just absolutely not worthy of any sort of profit, any sort of... When you see them in real life or you meet them or whatever and you see the way they act, the entitlement and the superficiality is absolutely just surreal but this is what i mean about like you know are they celebrities because the whole mannerisms and the way that many people look up to them like i i will expose myself all the way here but there's these influencers that i follow sophia and chintia and if i saw them in the street i'd be like oh my god sophia and chintia because i've been watching them on youtube for years and i've seen them grow and in my eyes they kind of are celebrities but then these a lot of these influencers they also come out and say that they're not celebrities and you know, you guys are what make my dreams come true and stuff like that. But then you've got the other ones that have that entitlement. I'm not going to name any names specifically, but certain influencers that go into restaurants and be like, you know, I'll post about it. I'm an influencer. I've got 100,000 followers. And then it comes up into the variation of you're still a consumer in these restaurants. Do you know what? The the thing is, because you mentioned this now, I th- I think I need to say it. It's very different when you go into a chain mm. restaurant and you say that and the branch manager might be like yeah okay whatever give us some promo etc and it's a very whole new different sort of pond of fish when you go into a small local mm. business and you have the cheek to be like oh i'll post about it and first of all what what is the certainty that your audience is even going to resonate with the place that you're at just because you like it doesn't mean that other people are gonna like it mm. and the poor not the poor person but like the business owner the small business owner probably worked tireless nights to accumulate enough money to open up that business now has to give you free things because what because you think that you can give him promo it's just absurd but this is the same thing that we saw on tiktok you know camden market was trending and all of these like stools were now trending and you know the fluffy pancakes in chinatown were all trending and they got like we saw the queues like we were just walking through like central london and we saw the queues based off tiktok and all that stuff so it does have an impact it does and i feel like this is why some of the smaller businesses they'll fall into that habit of like allowing that to happen and i think that's the power that influencers have as you know these kind of business owners like personalities these celebrity kind of personalities with their following and their like fame if you like obviously it works because people are sheep they just follow everything you say jump and they say how high like they people just follow people like that's just how we are built that's just our internal mechanisms if people weren't cheap then you wouldn't have marketing because it's all psychological Mm. they influence you psychologically so that you think that you have to buy these stupid things frankly Mm. and it's just absurd because some people work like super long hours to get money so that they can have you know money to spend or whatever and then they go on tiktok and they see this influencer saying oh you know don't walk run to zara or buy this or oh, have you seen this thing on amazon or whatever and it's just like oh here goes another 40 pounds here goes another 60 pounds and it's yeah. just before you know it it's it's over 
Yeah, I think this very much relates to, again, the insider gave me this kind of difference because obviously I think I could have, it's quite common sense to think about it, but you have like your reach influencers, which are the ones with the last larger following. They have a greater outreach because of this large following, like their following would probably be in like the millions or for example. And, you know, in the eyes of businesses that are willing to get their brand out there, it's more cost effective. But then you also have these niche influencers who are a, a target audience way of marketing your your business your brand but they're not necessarily more cost effective but brands are willing to pay more to reach more specific audiences and i think then if we revert back away slightly from the influencer kind of attitude about you know everyone being sheep so i think that's the sole purpose of social media anyway everybody's looking at what you're doing or what they're doing or you know who's dating who and who isn't dating who and who's just had a baby i saw that very much come about with the covid situation but I think if we link that back now to to businesses and how they are so willing to pay these niche influencers ridiculous amounts of money sometimes. I saw like someone got like 35 grand for two stories, two posts on the feed and a mention in a YouTube video. Like all together, let's accumulate that all together in terms of time. That's like, I don't know, maybe two hours. And then if you relate back now to people working nine to five jobs or, you know, working in hospitality now, that amount of money that they got for, for doing those like four things, we get paid, well, people working in hospi- hospitality, I used to work in, in um, a coffee shop. I used to get paid like nine pound an hour. And these people are making racks for doing something so less. But can I just say, I think this might be a bit of a controversial opinion, but they make so much but they are selling dreams. They are selling. Mm. They've built this sort of persona, which which is not them. You go on someone's Instagram page and you see how they're living life and stuff like that. I can guarantee you, promise you, that that's not the case. Mm. What you see on social media is just such a carefully curated image of someone you just think you look at someone's picture and they post like roses and like stuff like that and you think oh wow they must be so pure they must never swear or they must never fart or whatever and i promise you man everybody does those things like just because you see something on social media doesn't mean that it's like should take it at face value it's always there is always that's just the tip of the iceberg there's just a whole lot more that's going on behind the scenes which a lot of people aren't even aren't even aware of it's a very very secretive industry if you will because what's put out there on social media is just a fraction of what actually goes on and this also leads me on to my next point about instagram and how it's become so consumerized over the last year or so i think even more than a year but even more in the last 12 months i would say now even even these brands because you mentioned about reach influencers the ones you know who have the large followings and brands are willing to pay them a lot of money because of that greater following and because they have the potential to tap into i suppose new markets but if you think about it that is a time ticking bomb because instagram has become so 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 infected by ads infected i think is an understatement i don't even think it cuts it but everything everything that i see on instagram at the moment is just ads i actually think that i can count the posts that are not ads on my two hands and people are starting to become more aware of this and i think as time will pass on a lot of people are actually going to become sort of like unfazed by all the ads and this is just no this is going to be a business model that no longer works it's going to become outdated and non-profitable 
I mean, we can see that because like companies, especially in, in the United States, actually, they had a 42% de- decrease in their influence on marketing budget in the last year. So I think even they're coming to terms with the fact that they don't need to pay these irrational amounts of money to these influencers, these individuals to publish their stuff. Because I think even they're sitting there and they're saying, they're seeing that social media is, especially Instagram, I agree with you on that one, is kind of on the on the out. Like they're trying to come up with new things. You know, they came up with the stories, they came up with, you know, music behind your stories and all of that stuff. But the amount of ads that are now coming into Instagram, like you just said, they don't need these influencers so much anymore because they can put an ad there instead. And I see more ads than most of the influencers that I follow. I follow like, I don't know, 600 people. But I also mean like, you know, when influencers do collabs or partnerships oh, and I they see. do like ad and they post the ad. Yeah. Even that, like it just doesn't work. Yeah. I would have to be absolutely blown away to yeah. purchase something. But I feel like that's part of like the, the regulation. We're going to go down into that um in the next in the next part. But I feel like that kind of links back to the way that these companies and, you know, the Department for Digital Culture and Media Sport Committee and like ASA and CMA and all of that stuff they're trying to regulate because otherwise you're just selling dreams you have to put ad there now and now some influencers don't want to put ad they want to try and evade from putting ads like hashtag ad or this is an advertisement or this was gifted but even sometimes I see it and they put it in such small writing and it's like no 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 that's the authenticity you're trying to sub, like subtract from the authenticity of what this actually is. And sometimes I watch videos and I know this is an advertisement. It's like I'm watching reality TV. Like, and then it's gone on a break. And then I'm like watching a Morrison's advert or something, you know? Like the way that the influencer culture is changing because all of these things need to be regulated. You can't just give a free reign to influencers to post whatever they want and get that amount of money. And companies just use individuals freely without any sort of impact of them being controlled by what they're putting out the thing with influencers right is they have to sell they have to make themselves likable they have Mm. to make themselves agreeable they have to so they have to obviously portray somebody that they're not because nobody and nobody on this earth is that likable we all have our bad days we all have sides of us that are perhaps that perhaps surface in certain situations whatever we're not all amazing you know what I mean like we are all amazing but we all also have our bad days Mm -hmm. and to get to that level of fame you have to portray yourself as somebody that you're not you have to portray yourself as if you have 365 out of 365 days good days Mm -hmm. in a year you know and it's just to me that's just very fake and superficial because nobody is that perfect yeah I think there's a there's a really great tiktoker that I follow her name is Becca Day right and she genuinely looks at like she puts like a photoshopped picture of some influencers some celebrities and then alters it and we're going to go more into this in the influencer culture and role models but when we're talking now about in like authenticity and things like that and how influencers have to portray themselves as agreeable that's how they keep their job if there's a scandal there's a strong chance they're going to lose all of these all of these like um sponsorships and all of these things that they get and even then some of them don't yeah they even- get cancelled and somehow they come back you know what this is another thing i I hate council culture and it council culture comes from the fact that people genuinely sit there and think that these influencers are great 95 percent of the time and that's why influencers try to be as secret with their life but then things come out and then everyone's like oh council 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 but i also don't like but i also don't like building an image based on lies and very you know very superficial fake portrayals Mm. it's just not i just don't think it's 
Yeah, but I think, again, it goes back to the impact of influencer culture. I think there's a 50-50 on maybe maybe 60-40 influencers. They need to be able to portray themselves as authentic as possible. But then again, why are we idolizing people? It's a, it's a battle here because obviously when it comes to the youth, they can't help it. The youth younger than us were all raised on social media. They were all raised on phones. They were all raised on laptops. We weren't. That's why we can sit here and have this opinion. But they were so the impact that they're going to have now and that's the importance of the regulation like the department for digital culture media and sport committees the the chairwoman she said that we'll be looking at whether there's a need for tire regulation in this area and what form that may take there is a need there is a need because the impact these influencers have on daily life the amount of people that talk about these influencers the amount of impact they have on the youth and the bullying and the need for plastic surgery and things like that we're going to talk about that later you should be free to make those choices but you're not so free to make those choices when you're being governed by the influences that you follow this is a very controversial thing for me to say and i do realize that maybe some people might not agree with me but i think influencers in themselves like the industry is a very capitalist tool because they are used for marketing they market they drive profits, then that means other people buy more things. So it stimulates the economy even more. And then it's basically the capitalist system works in such a way that like if they want you to buy a pile of shit because the influencers <laughs> have promoted it. <laughs> because oh God, the influence an extreme example. No, but but you get what I'm trying to say. Like if if okay, perfect example, Crocs. I hate Crocs, by the way. I think they're so ugly, but everyone's on this wave and I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, no one liked Crocs before. Exactly. This is what I'm saying. Like, I didn't like Crocs before, but now because I see everyone wearing them, I'm like, hmm, you know what? No. Maybe I wouldn't mind a pair of Crocs. I won't be out on the town with you in Crocs. Guys, I'm looking for a new best friend. So I'm <laughs> taking applications in. Anyway. But you get you get what I'm trying to say. It's a very capitalist system. Mm -hmm. Like, if they want you to buy something, then you buy it because mm -hmm. all of your favorite princesses and influencers are portraying it. Mm -hmm. And you can see this. Okay, now this is like, influencers are like the modern day Disney princesses mm -hmm. from back then. Because remember, like, everybody wanted Elsa and Anna pajamas. And mm -hmm. everybody wanted no white mm. underwear and snow white chinatown like plates and mm. shit like that chinatown <laughs> plates china plates china plates yes <laughs> so yeah like it's just a very yeah. capitalist industry no but it is but i again i can't help but wonder there's a part of me that would love to be an influencer i'm sorry i think there's a part of everybody that would love to be an influencer because you get paid for promoting brands obviously you can be quite dependent on what sort of following you do have you can be quite critical on what brands you actually take on it but a lot of them aren't and that's the problem yeah that's the problem but i would love to be an influencer in the sense that all i have to do is take a picture in a nice dress and then go about my day are you crazy i would love that a hundred pound I think it's a bit more than that, to be honest. No, but, but I don't think it is. I genuinely don't think it is. You get a care package. You open this care package. They say, I would like two stories of you wearing this dress, talking about the material of this dress. Do that. And then you post it. That's literally how easy it looks. It may be a lot more difficult. They may have to like have a lot of back-to-back -back emails and all of that stuff. But that's the same thing that we've been doing since setting up this podcast and having a job. But a lot of them also still struggle with their men, like with their body image as well, oh, which, which it might it might not be easy. You know, it takes us sometimes it takes me to 
10 to 15 minutes to take a picture. Sometimes it takes me more depending mm -hmm. on how I feel. Sometimes I take pictures and I feel like I look like absolute shit. Mm -hmm. So it's not as It's easy. probably where the Photoshop and the BBLs and the plastic surgeries and all of that have come into it. And I think this will very much be quite helpful to, to swing us into the next kind of section of this this episode, which is influencer culture and, and role models. And I did again a bit of a little bit of research. I love a good statistic. And I found that more than half of 18 to 34 year olds in the UK found that social media had a negative impact on how they see their bodies. And further linking to this, there was a Comrade survey for BBC Five Live. 2,000 British adults are more likely to contemplate cosmetic surgery and 35% of this was due to Love Island and the only way is Essex, right? Obviously very specific. I'm not sitting here saying that these these shows and they are they are to blame because obviously... It, again, like I said, it, it's very dependent on how you view yourself and how you feel about yourself, but also, you know, the impact that these influence, influences have on you. But I feel like, you know, that I don't believe there's anything wrong with cosmetic surgery. I don't feel like there is. But if you wouldn't have contemplated having it before, before, and then you see these influences and then you contemplate having it, that's the problem, you know? It's not about, like, if I feel quite comfortable in my body and then I'm following loads of like influencers and stuff like that who are all talking about getting a BBL and all of that stuff and I'm like oh I'd kind of like to get a BBL and then you turn around and be like why you've never contemplated that in the other 20 years of your life also not to mention like uh, maybe not all of them are the same but BBL is a very life-threatening surgery it's a very difficult procedure and it's very very painful as well so why would you potentially risk your life just so what mm. you can have a bigger butt like get over it the thing is though it's not even just that if you want to feel comfortable in your body right i can really get that if cosmetic surgery helps you get that then i'm all about feeling and feeling your best self i we want you to be your higher selves we want you to be comfortable in who you are of course but don't be governed by what other people are doing don't change yourself based off what other people are doing. That is really the crux of the thing that I am fearful for influencer culture. Sometimes I see my sister, she's scrolling through TikTok. I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, oh my goodness. I've gone through her following so many times to delete people that I don't want her to follow because I just know how the youth mind is so fragile in your like youth to like teen years, going into being an adult. Even some people our own age, 18 to, to 23 mind is so fragile you're going through major changes you're trying to figure out who you are and if you're following a bunch of influencers and you are of the mind that you can be governed by this or you know you you are of a fragile mind it, it, it's not even a choice a lot of people our age are you're very moldable to what you see and the impacts you just as much as your parents influence your life so can these influencers also i want you guys to bear in mind that being like the rest isn't in any way appealing like just be different don't be afraid to be yourself if you have a smaller butt or if you have smaller boobs or whatever like so what embrace it if anything it's harder if you can embrace your flaws i wouldn't call them flaws but like your insecurities mm. and still come out thinking that you're still the best thing ever so like don't think that just because you're lacking in something because they might be like they might have bigger boobs they have my they might have bigger butts but they might be lacking in terms of intellect intellect or you might have better intellect but you might lack like mm -hmm. nobody is perfect everybody has certain things and that are the, that they're like 
missing and that's okay like just learn to embrace whatever it is that you're missing learn to embrace your insecurities because if anything that's even more inspiring i think you know authenticity is such a big part for me i've said this so many times this episode but being authentic is so important to me and i genuinely believe that if you are staying true to yourself and you feel like you are being genuine to yourself and and you genuinely are being genuine oh my god that was a mouthful then the energy that you give out and the positive energy that you give out is so rewarding for you you'll feel a lot better in yourself and when I say be genuine to yourself, I don't mean that you look at your flaws and beat yourself up for them. You look at them and be like, this is who I am. This is what I have stretch marks or I have freckles or, you know, I have a bit of tummy rolls or, you know, I you can see my ribs kind of, you know what I mean? Or, you know, I am quite an an emotional person but don't look at those as things that are bad look at those and accept that that's who you are you were created in this way for a specific reason and this is the importance of influencer culture i feel like not a lot of influencers enough sit there and be like this is who i am and this is what i do and i'm going to be 100 percent honest a lot of them say oh i'm always being honest with you guys i don't feel like necessarily they are because if you're painting this perfect picture 24 7 that's not real life but also how do you know that they're being honest with you just because they're telling you they're being honest with me with you like how Mm. do you know do you spend every day with them to know because frankly after (laughs) after last year i've learned that people can say anything what you have to look for is people's Mm. actions because anybody can literally say anything and everything so just because someone's telling you that they're being truthful what have what data have you got to check out Mm. whether that's true but it's not i'm gonna flip the script here now and i'm gonna use a little quote from a psychology professor at the federation university australia um dr daniel wagstaff who said that influences can be a real force for good and if you limit your social media exposure and you alter the content that you follow it will be more beneficial to you right so now we've already laid down the foundations about influencers like it's a job right obviously they get paid for their services do you think it's their responsibility to govern how we receive their content or how it affects us do you think it's their responsibility to do that yeah 100 percent. because they make money off of this this is their job right if you have it in any other context say you work at a restaurant and you're a waitress and you get money but say that the customers know you you recommend something on the menu or whatever and then it doesn't one of them like is like oh no i actually hate it or whatever it's still your responsibility you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like it's you have especially when you have a lot of people involved you're governing you're affecting so many people so yes i do think in this particular context money is less important than the potential side effects that Mm. the one million or however many followers particular influencer has can experience through Mm. that conduct that the influencer is getting paid for yeah i think i'm gonna play devil's advocate here and you know i completely agree with you but at the same time do you not think that these influencers are are also entitled to to a private life and that element of them being authentic and portraying their entire life on social media making them vulnerable will thereby also affect inadvertently affect them as well and then it's just going to be a constant cycle of you know influencers suffer mental health just as bad as we do i remember i had a tiktok that went viral i'm not, I'm not an influencer or anything but i had a tiktok that went viral and the, i got death threats i got called ugly i got called fat like all of this stuff do you see what i mean 
a competition of the lesser evils here which ones which one comes on the back burner considering they get to live a life which is of considerable higher quality than the average person i think that yes they are responsible for what they portray out there because in fact you can still be an influencer whilst being true to yourself the whole thing where you start being superficial and you start portraying somebody that you're not is a result of greed is when you want more followers it's you see this in everyday context friendships as well like you change who you are to fit in with other friendship groups because you want to be popular you want to be liked and in this context with influencers is exactly the same the only difference is is the more people they like the influencer the more money the influencer gets right potentially that's hypothetically this is exactly like this is the thing with with only fans as well and with influencer and all of these like industries whether it's instagram tiktok whatever like the more people that like you the more followers you get and the more money you can potentially make and that's a result of greed because if you were staying true to yourself and had i don't know say 10,000 followers you'd still obviously get some money i don't think you would be able to live entirely off of it but at least you stay true to yourself. So I think this is a debate between whether what whether what's more important, staying true to yourself or maximizing the amount of money that you can make. And don't get me wrong, make as much money as you like, but I think it's different the, there's a difference when you're an entrepreneur and you're making money, I don't know, doing other things, for example, opening up your own business or whatever and you happen to make a lot of money and doing Instagram or these sort of like social media platforms where you're doing your thing, you're being an entrepreneur, but when you're doing this, you're also influencing and kind of juggling other people's mental health as well. But what I was just about to say that they are entrepreneurs. They've completely built their own social media. Like a lot of them say like to grow their following, it takes a lot more than just posting a pretty picture and doing their makeup quite nice. They need to post reels, a certain level of reels. They need to mess around a bit with the, the algorithm and all of that stuff. Like they are entrepreneurs just the same way as maybe on a lesser scale. I mean, it's quite subjective, I feel like. But, you know, starting your own business, I say you're going to open a coffee shop, the research that you have to take, the coffee beans that you have to taste and smell and all of that stuff the same approach is kind of taken and you develop all of these mechanisms to suit your business and then you profit off of that afterwards so yeah i do think that the mental health issue is the main is the crux of the the influencers as role models kind of attitude but also the fame that sort of changes influences as well at the same time because you can't you can't deny that it changes them it changes people i don't when, think when, all of them i don't think all of them I haven't met enough influencers in my life to say that it has, but I don't think, I think it's quite subjective. I, my favorite kind of influencers are those like study tubers, those university kind of-esque um, YouTubers like Eve Cromwell and all of that stuff. They're my favorite kind because they are nothing but true to themselves and they always do. And that's kind of the following that I kind of keep, keep you know, kind of linking to, you know, Dr. Daniel Wagstaff limiting the content that I have and the type of content because I know that I can be quite vulnerable to my own personal image but I'm of an age that I can do that some people aren't of the age that they can do that or of the the mentality or the that they can do that they feel like they they need to be kind of like you said popular I think also insta not, not just insta but I guess also tiktok and facebook I mean who even uses facebook anymore but <laughs> you know I'm just throwing it in there for some context all of these platforms they all have Whenever you post, whether you're an influencer or not, so let's just step away from the influencer for, for a second. When you post a picture, right, you're looking for likes. 
that's what you're looking for no like you you want that validation and when you do that when people do that you get like a spurt of reassurance like validation and it makes you feel good for a bit but then once that like runs out once it wears thin you're just left looking for it again and again and again and it just gets addictive and in the brain like when you look at it biologically speaking it just it's the same way that drugs work it just gives you like it gives you dopamine for like a second and then you're just left suffering the consequences and in time it wears you out you start to become a lot more vulnerable and you start to think oh why are people not liking my pictures or why do i not look good in here or it really links to what was that documentary that we watched on netflix the social dilemma i loved that documentary so much i think it very much gave a perspective of that we are the product our usage of social media and obviously thereby the people that we follow and the things that we post in comparison to those that we follow as well you know we are really much the products we are the thing that they are controlling and i think it's the same with influencers you control your following some influencers are even private and they will accept you based off what your profile looks like i think there's very much a massive play here linking to that the documentary it's on hbo did you watch it the fake famous I actually haven't, no. You need to, you need to watch this, right? I feel like it's quite ironic because those, the hosts that are doing the documentary, right? They are influencers kind of themselves. They also promote it, but they bash influencers. They, they kind of say like, you know, they go to move to LA, not for the fact that they like LA, but that the fact that that's where like a lot of influencers want to go. That's where they take most of their pictures. That's where they're going to get recognized following the latest trends. Um, there was an experiment that they did where they like spoke into the crowd and they were like, who wants to, who wants to be famous? Like here, like, is that your aspiration? And then they asked, you know, do you want to be an Instagrammer? influencer like what sort of famous you want to be do you want to be a famous actress musician and a lot of them said like oh I want to be an influencer and I think it was quite scary to see that so many people wanted to be an influencer because I think on the out front it looks so easy and they are so idolized nowadays in the world of social in the world of social media basically they concluded the documentary saying that the entire concept of of influencing is to make you feel worse about yourself and influencers don't make you feel good about yourself basically they give you kind of reasons to change and they provide you with what you need to change about yourself i think that's entirely true yeah i think yes i admire the graft and i admire the work i am somebody who can appreciate hard work but it's there's there's more to it than just hard work there's more to it than just waking up putting on some makeup taking a pretty picture posting about like some you know business whatever getting promotion money from it etc 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 there's more to it because it affects a lot of people and i know this is a very extreme example and very extreme comparison but when there's a global pandemic principles of democracy are sort of like put on hold to protect the greater number of people (laughs) my dissertation (laughs) (laughs) so why is this not the case here too I'm not saying that we have to suspend democracy or whatever. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. But what I am trying to get you guys to understand is that this is in a way no different because there's a lot of people whose mental health is at risk at the hands of this industry. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I agree. I I mean, with the COVID, there was like a 96% increase of people who were using influencers as a way to 
figure out what to buy or you know like you know that iced coffee and all of that do you remember when like all the tennis skirts were like sold out i it took i had to look for a tennis skirt for like a month yeah it was ridiculous because everybody on tiktok was like no people who don't even play tennis yes just for fashion going to buy tennis skirts it was just absurd no you know what it's it's really wild because with this covid like this covid19 situation the pandemic where we've all been inside and to be fair there's unless you're studying or you're working there is nothing else to do but go on your phone because before we couldn't go to restaurants even outside and i genuinely think that the amount of time that people spent on their phones and on social media was quite scary and the amount that influencers benefited from it as well is equally as scary because that would be optimal time for them to really get full exposure out there because there's nothing else to do but go on your phone so yeah i just i i think the whole is such a nuanced concept because i also feel equally bad for these influencers who their mental health declines as well based off what people say because being public even if they're not being wholeheartedly public with their life or wholeheartedly authentic no matter what they put out like look at molly may she gets ripped to a part in comments all the time. Yeah, I mean, I don't agree with, like, keyboard warrior um, no. situations. I don't think you, you should have something better to do with your life than just comment on other people with the sole a- aim of bringing them down. The other flip side of this is that I think a lot of people want to become famous, but I think not a lot of them know what it actually entails. Mm. A lot of people think, oh, I can handle it. Like, I just want to be famous because they think that fame brings a certain degree of financial stability and i guess status which is what everybody in this world seeks right everybody wants to be rich at the core anyway everybody wants to be rich and everybody wants to be liked and popular and and influencer seems like the greatest balance between these two goals these two aims which is why it's such a desired profession i wouldn't even call it a profession but whatever we'll stick with the word profession but actually it's like me saying oh you know i would love to be a pilot yeah, the concept of it appeals to me. But when I go to study for it, probably I'll be like, yo, this is really hard. Like, I don't want to do this. Mm. And it's the same with influences. A lot of them want to become influences, but they don't know what it actually entails. And they become it and then they see how hard it is. And then they just have like their mental health declines. And it just doesn't end up well, nor for the influencer, nor for the audience mm. either. You know what I mean? And some of them can handle it, but they just become bad influences in the sense that they advocate for completely irrelevant issues. Mm. No, I agree. I agree. I do feel like like I have a lot of compassion, a lot of empathy for influencers. I can't even imagine what they go through. But then again, as someone who has younger siblings and stuff like that, I think I'm more biased towards, you know, the influenced is the main concern rather than the influencer I I guess that could be quite selfish but seeing the impact that influences and the things that they say and things and the way that their mental health um declines of influenced individuals declines based off what influencers do is is terrifying I think I mean if you're influencing about very very positive things such as eating more healthily or Mm. exercising more or finding ways to cope during this pandemic or whatever, then amazing, I applaud you because there's not a lot of influences that do that out mm. there. But if you're advocating for, I don't know, buying mass amounts of clothes and emptying out your bank account, then 
yeah not a very good influence everybody loves fashion and everybody loves having clothes and buying things but it depends on your definition again i think the influencer culture is so subjective and that's why there's going to be this never-ending kind of argument but i think speaking of never-ending arguments we are going to leave it there it's kind of left on a bit of a cliffhanger I really hope you guys do like message us and 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 let us know about how you feel about influencer culture and and if you have any anecdotes that you would like us to share we could share them anonymously um and we can have like a little chat we'll go on live and we'll all have a discussion about it but yeah have a great day whatever time of the day is that you are listening to this and we hope that you you enjoyed this episode it was a very controversial one thank you guys bye